The Word of God and His love for us in just four-minute, bite-sized devotionals. Does that actually work? Welcome to the Pastor's Voice. I am Rule Sample, and I am passionate about Christian worldview and the various ways we can proclaim the good news of Christ. I talk to pastors and Christian leaders about the issues of the day to encourage all believers in Jesus to live a Christian worldview. Today I start my conversation with Pastor Terry Nightingale. Terry is a pastor serving in the southern suburbs of Perth, Western Australia. Terry writes a popular weekly blog at terrynightingale.com called Four Minute Devotions, a short Bible-centered messages for the busy Christian on the go. He's also the author of Looking Back to Move Forward, a non-fiction book for Christian leaders. His second book, based on his blog, is entitled Bite-Sized Devotions for the Busy Christian. Terry Nightingale, welcome to the Pastor's Voice podcast. How are you today? I'm great, Roel. Thanks for having me on your show. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. And I have to tell folks that if you can't tell from Terry's accent, he is from Australia. So we are doing this 13 hours apart. He is at 7 o'clock tomorrow where we are six o'clock <laughs> our time. So thank you very much for being That's here. Right. Yes, I've jumped forward in time. How clever is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually an Englishman living in Australia. So uh, if, if, uh, if there are any Aussies listening to this and you're thinking, you don't sound very Aussie, it's because I'm actually English. Okay, and, and see, Terry, only, only Aussies and the English would know the difference. You know, over, <laughs> over here in, in America, that all kind of gets pushed in the in the wiggly wobbly of of non American accents. Yes, that's, okay. So yeah, we'll put put myself <laughs> in that bracket. You are non American. <laughs> Terry, tell me about your ministry. Uh, you uh, are a pastor, but you're also the host of a podcast. Yeah, so uh, I'm a pastor. I, I became a pastor later in life. Um, I have been, for most of my working life, I have been involved in Christian education, Christian schools, that sort of thing, um, uh, both in the UK um, and out here in Australia. Um, but uh, since coming to Australia, uh, the, the call to serve God in pastoral ministry uh, became uh, a lot stronger. Uh, and uh, so um, I'm now currently serving in a church called Southern River Church of Christ, uh, which is in a suburb called, um, called Southern River, believe it or not. Um, so I have the, the joy of uh, serving some wonderful people here. Um, and uh, yeah, in recent um, years, I've got involved in uh, blogging and podcasting. And uh, um, that's not something I planned to do, but uh, just kind of happened. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to try things, you know, in, in the Lord's leading and see, is that bearing fruit? Is that just something I want to do? Is that something God wants me to do? And, uh, so it seems at the moment, that's something God wants me to do. Your podcasts are four minute devotions. Yeah. So, uh, the story behind that, in fact, I must, I'm, I'm going to confess to you and your audience that I didn't have the purest of motives when I, when I started my, uh, blogs and podcasts because I, I had had a, um, I'd had an idea for a book, um, uh, which, um, uh, I had been writing for a while and, um, it, 
that uh, when I was given the opportunity to publish it, which was amazing, um, somebody said to me, uh, oh, you know, who's going to buy your book? You're nobody, they said. <laughs> uh, great encouragement, <laughs> you know. Um, and they said, you know, you, you need an electronic platform. You know, you need to get your name out there and all that sort of thing. And, uh, and I thought, well, okay, um, maybe I'll do a blog. You know, and so that really isn't the best motive for, for you know, sharing uh, thoughts about uh, about being a Christian or, or sharing God's word with people. But um, what happened was, you know, I did pray about it and, and I started a blog called Four Minute Devotions. And the idea really is uh, just to encourage people, help people to be in the word of God every day. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I've I've always loved His Word ever ever since I became a Christian a long time ago when I was nineteen. Um, one of the the first things God gave me was just a love for the Scriptures, and so uh, I love to share those things, you know, with others, which I guess is one reason why I became a pastor eventually. Um, but uh, I started writing these blogs and putting them out there and. To my great surprise, um, I started getting some positive feedback. People saying, hey, that was just what I needed to hear today. And thank you for sharing that. That really helped me. Um, and so I thought, oh, praise God. You know, I might have, might not have had the best motives for starting this in terms of, you know, just getting an electronic platform. But God in his grace is using them anyway. And then uh, I guess the podcast thing, um, I, I guess I realized that a lot of people are, uh, audio processes, you know, uh, some people prefer to listen to things. That's why I guess things like audio books are now very popular. Uh, a lot of people prefer to to listen uh, than to read. Uh, and sometimes it's convenience, isn't it? You know, traveling to work or going out running or something, it's great to have something to listen to. Um, and so it just seemed a, a sensible step forward to just take some of those four-minute devotions as a blog and just to read them as a, a, a four-minute podcast. So um, there's a bit of music on there and a few other bits and pieces as well. But I don't know if they're the shortest podcast on the planet. I don't know if there's anything shorter than uh, four or five minutes. Maybe there is. Um, but uh, that's what they are. And again, you know, um, people seem to find them helpful, so I'm grateful for that. Well, it's a testament to your faithfulness. It's also a testament to how the spirit works. These are great devotions, ladies and gentlemen, and they are filled with a lot of deep stuff in four minutes. And that's, that is purely an action of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Oh, you're, yeah. you're welcome. Now it's the, it's four minute devotions, the podcast, and you yeah. are found on all of the major podcast uh, hosts. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I lose count of how many there are. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and, and they keep growing. Now, yes. Uh, now, you, you uh, I want to get back to how you went, to, how you, you came from the UK to Australia uh, and to take up uh, the role of pastor. But I also want to talk about, you You are a, also a writer. You have indeed published some books. Yes, yes. So, um, so I'm a sort of developing writer, I guess you'd say. Um, but actually, may I tell you uh, my story? Because I was telling someone else on another podcast this recently. Please do. And, please do. Uh, well, um, it, it's interesting, you know, uh, with looking at um, exploring what your gifts are. And uh, on this other podcast, uh, we were talking about um, how you discover God's 
gifts that God's given you. And um, with writing, um, I, th- I always, I felt for a long time that uh, there, there was certainly a desire in my heart to be able to express things in written form. Um, and, you know, I'd done little things like little articles uh, for sort of church magazines, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, when it came to writing something a bit more substantial, um, I didn't really have any experience. And, you know, sometimes I think with the creative arts, we can sometimes believe that, well, the Holy Spirit's just going to deposit some complete thing in our hearts and it's going to be great and it's going to be perfect. And maybe that happens with other people. But uh, with me, uh, I think, you know, if God gives us a gift, we have to learn to grow that gift and and craft it and, and hone it and improve on it, you know. Um, and uh, uh, so with writing, I had an idea Um back in the early 2000s of a Christian science fiction story. Um, Now, my wife and I are really into science fiction. We we just love all of that stuff. Uh, But anyway, I had an idea for a a time travel story uh, with a strong Christian message to it, and it was called Time and Again. And and I thought this I thought this is the best thing on earth. You know, this is going to go all the way around the world. It's going to be a bestseller. And I wrote it all out. And uh, do you know I couldn't get a publisher? Couldn't get a publisher. Um, and uh, in the end, I self-published it and I sold a few hundred copies, uh, really, uh, uh, to friends and family here in Perth. Um, and that was it. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm, I'm obviously you know not that good. Um, but uh, you know, over over time, I, I then I then um, spent some time at Bible College, uh, doing a master's degree, and uh, you do a lot of writing um, when you are studying, of course, um, and did some other writing as well. Until eventually, a number of years later, um, uh, I I published a book this year, earlier this year, and uh, to my great surprise, um, there was a publisher that was interested in the book that I published this year. And um, when I looked back on the the science fiction book that I wrote years ago, I started to read it again and I thought, oh my goodness, this is terrible. <laughs> this is, I am not surprised nobody wanted to publish this. And what I'd realised was that over time, and I'm not saying I'm there yet because I'm not, you know, there are many, many writers way better than me. But what I realised was that I needed time to improve and improve and improve um, to get to a point where somebody might look at it. And, and that really taught me something. And I think that, you know, it's it's worth kind of sharing that more broadly uh, to people maybe who who have a heart for things like music or, or um, you know, whatever the art form is, writing, um, that, you know, usually, in my experience anyway, God doesn't just deposit a whole thing in your heart. Actually, he requires us to work at it and work at it and work at it and improve and improve um, because he's given us gifts to work with, you know. Um, so, so yeah, so uh, so then eventually I... So, in fact, I am now... Um, one of the things I'm doing as a hobby at the moment is I'm actually looking at my old science fiction story and I'm reworking it um, in, the, in the light of maybe having grown a little bit in the last few years. So um, I'm hoping maybe, maybe that might come out at some point. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I know the feeling. If, if I ever want to get humbled, I go back and I read 
my sermons from my first few years <laughs> in in the ministry and oh, yeah. realized, realized my congregation showed a lot of grace. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I know. Actually, interesting that you say that because I'm actually going going through my office at the moment. My um, my office is going to change. I, I'm moving to a different room uh, next year. And uh, so I thought this is a good opportunity to declutter and actually go through stuff. And do I still need this? You know, and um, and, and so I, I've found uh, some of my old files of old sermons and I thought, oh, my goodness, I am not keeping that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> That's <right>. burn, <laughs> burn them now before somebody <laughs> uses them as blackmail or something. Yes, exactly. Yes. So the, the two books you have uh, are Bite Sized Devotions for the Busy Christian. That's right. So the first one that came out is actually called Looking Back to Move Forward. Hmm. And there's a subtitle that says Embracing Setbacks for Greater Fruitfulness. Um, so that one came out first. And then they, the more recent one, Bite Sized Devotions for the Busy Christian, that's actually based on the four minute devotions um, blog and podcast. Um, so that's much more uh, daily devotionals. Uh, for people to use. But the first one is not daily devotionals. That's actually a book on a particular topic. Well, we're going to have links uh, of these books on our in our show notes and also on the broadcast page. So make sure that you check them out. Do you think Christians need to spend more time in their word, in, in, in the word? Uh, is this one of the reasons why you came out with these bite-sized devotions, these four-minute devotions, just to get people into the Word uh, at, at some level on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Word of God is under great attack at the moment. Um, I think there are, there are things in the Word of God that um, some segments of society don't like. Hmm. Um, I think there are some who are beginning to question um, whether they can trust that the Word of God is historically... Um, you know, it's historically true. So people are starting to, uh, I think the term is deconstruct and um, they're, they're, they're doubting the validity of uh, uh, the testimonies. I, I think there's a, there's a lot of attacks on God's word. And I guess one of the things I want to do is to, um, is to show that it still has the power that it always has had to be the, the, the way that God, a way that God speaks to us powerfully today. I agree and with I, you. I agree with you. The, the, the word of God is, is, an, is under attack all over the world. Yeah. Why, why do you think it is such a big target? Because it's the word of God. Hmm. Because we're in a spiritual battle. Um, because uh, it's, it's the, the, the things that God wants to say to the people that he created, the people who have fallen away to follow their own path, um, the people that God sent his son to die for. You know, it is the communication of heaven to earth. And if we're in a spiritual battle, which the Bible tells us we are, then what's going to be attacked the most? It's going to be... God's words, you know, the devil's going to try and twist them. The devil's going to say that they're unreliable. The devil's going to say that they aren't, they aren't God's words at all. You know, our enemy, the devil, the Bible talks about our enemy, the devil, is going to do everything he can to make us lose confidence in 
God's communication to us. And so I guess I, I, I feel that's what I want to say um, in my podcasts and in my writings is, hey, one, this is absolutely God speaking to us. And two, it still has the power that it always had. It really does. It, 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 it's amazing how relevant the Bible continues to be. Because it's yeah. authored by it's authored by by God who is unchanging, yeah. And I and I think that's part of the problem is that is that we are in a postmodern society where truth is in the eyes of the beholder, and mm-hmm. the whole idea that there is an absolute truth in in book form is a hard thing to swallow, and it goes against it goes against the uh, the narrative. Yeah, I mean, people still want to do, um, it's interesting, isn't it, that um, there's this verse in, uh, is it Timothy, that says um, there will come a time <coughs> when people will gather around them, people who's, who say what their itch, itching ears want them to say um, in, the, in the sort of last days sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I think we live in a culture where people only want to listen to what they want to listen to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and it's uncomfortable to read the Word of God sometimes, you know. That, um, of course, it's comfortable too in that uh, it, it, the Lord brings comfort, the Lord brings encouragement, the Lord shares his love with us, but it challenges us too. Um, you know, the, the Bible isn't something that we can control and, um, and say this is my spirituality. No, we have, to, we have to allow it to be the voice of God uh, challenging us and changing us, and that's not comfortable. Um, but it's life. There is a there is a uh, there is a billboard in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, several years ago that uh, had a big green couch on it, and it said "Real Period Comfortable Period Church Period." And sort of what you're saying is that the Word of God is sometimes not comfortable, and it's sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, I always wanted to go up on that sign and say, pick two, uh, because there are time, there, most of the time, the word of God is not going to make you comfortable. And when we live mm. in a society that seeks comfort and seeks to be not challenged in our, in our preconceptions, it, there's going to be, there's going to be conflict. Another way, actually, that the word of God is uh, maybe under attack is there are, there would be some, uh, Christian churches that, that that face the challenge of that, uh, but unfortunately, what they do is they they only preach on the nice bits, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they only preach on the bits that um, are, are comfortable, are encouraging, are um, making us uh, you know feel better about ourselves, that kind of thing. And um, of course, you know, there are many many passages that are. Uh, are wonderful encouragements um, at different times in our lives, and we need those. But if we only ever share those, then that's like feeding a family with ice cream all the time and no substantial meat, you know. We need to, we need to be fed with the whole Word of God. And, um, you know, another, another aspect to that is that there will be some that will say, um, who will just focus on the really tough parts of scripture and they'll say, oh, no, 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 that can't be of God, you know, and they'll just write it off as well. Therefore, I can't believe any of it. But they've never really delved into, you know, what those stories are actually saying and why they're there. Um, In other words, they, you know, sometimes 
the word of God is a real challenge to chew over those stories and really think about them and really process them and really invite the Holy Spirit in to, uh, to, 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 to delve into, you know, what, it, what God is teaching us through those stories. You know, there's, there's uncomfortable instructions, there's uncomfortable stories, um, but they are, uh, we need all of it to grow into the people God wants us to be. Be sure to check out Terry's podcast, 4-Minute Devotions, the podcast, at terrynightingale.com or on any of your favorite podcast networks. The link to his podcast as well as to his books are in the show notes. We would also appreciate your help in keeping the pastor's voice going. Please use the support the show link to donate any amount to help us move forward into the new year. If you have any questions about our podcast, would like to be a guest or would like to become a sponsor, please email us at podcasts at thepastorsvoice.net. I am Rule Sample. Thank you for listening.